Thank you, Ahmad, for joining us today. Uh, Ahmad is an old friend of mine who I've seen personally go through a lot of ups and downs, but I respect him a lot because unlike a lot of us, he chose directly to go uh, to finish his degree, first of all, to follow what he loved, and then instead of joining the corporate world, the comfort zone world, or the you know uh, monthly salary, he just chose to go through the freelancing world and go through the risk and the financial stress and two years later uh, I, I would say personally at least from uh, from my perspective i see he's doing well and uh, no problem and i hope today that you know you can share with us your experience uh, you know how you deal with the pressure the stress the ups and downs and what you have to tell for people so thank you for joining us today welcome Holding ourselves accountable is also, we can relate it to the comfort zone, right? Um, which is also related uh, to, to how, like, for example, if you want to talk about business. So the problem with holding yourself accountable is that once you're, let's say I'm an employee and I'm, I get comfortable with my area, I get comfortable with my team. And so with time, I'm going to start to slack basically maybe come in to work a bit late maybe uh, submit my deadlines a bit late or just not on time as usual and and that relates also to accountability because I'm not holding myself accountable uh, in that sense comfort zones how was your experience and how would you deal with them so uh, I'm sure there's a famous book called who moved my chief oh yeah yeah it, it, it basically talks about it's comfort lovely. zone. Yeah, yeah, it's an amazing book. And I, uh, when I checked the book out, I realized that there's okay, there's something called comfort zone, and it's bad for me. Mm. So I started to escape from it. Of course, I didn't. I wasn't successful at all times to escape from the comfort zone. But I started to be very aware about it. Mm. And I think this is the first step of change, or or, or to become aware that there is something called comfort zone. Exactly. And you should not. You be need to it. see it. You need the, to see it from like, the start. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's what I did. I knew, for example, visiting my family is a comfort zone for me, mm-hmm. and I noticed that if I'm with my family, or if I'm visiting them, uh, I'm less productive. Yeah. Uh, and I'm less productive because it's a comfort zone for me. It's where my family is. Obviously, I love it. Yeah. I love it. It's a, a comfort zone. It's something you love. It's exactly. not something. Well, it doesn't have to be something we love as much as it's something that is familiar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you, you love and enjoy our family. Because it could be a bad environment yeah. that you don't like, but it's familiar. Exactly. Because it's less scary than experiencing something new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So, so I started uh, basically... I knew, for example, in the beginning that actually getting employed... Uh, joining a company, getting a stable salary every single month, it's a comfort zone for me. And it's going to turn out to be. And I know that three years down the line, it would be very, very difficult for me to leave that. Exactly. Because, because it's so scary it's, to experience yeah, exactly. the not comfort zone. So, so, and I knew that, okay, this is a comfort zone. If I get to it, it's going to be comfortable. It's going to be nice. I'm not going to get into it. That's a decision I took. Like, I, I remember I when I graduated, I, like when I finished, it was I had 
two options. I had applied to one of the big companies and I got uh, like the acceptance exam, not the accept, like the exam, the entrance exam. And I had a deadline to do it. And then I had a client that's only for a month. Uh, I could have gone with both, but I, at that stage, I knew that I have to decide which path I'm gonna take. Is it gonna be applying to that corporate job? or is it going to be taking that client that's temporary but it's going to be like a decision if I'm going to take that client I'm going to you're going to suffer yeah definitely at yeah. first you're going to but suffer but am I going to be a freelancer or I'm going to be yeah uh, the comfort zone the, the you corporate know, uh, corporate employee salary yeah. all of that exactly because the stakes are high here it's either I have I can pay the bills mm -hmm. right but I'm at an eight to four job or whatever, a nine to five job, or I don't know if I can pay the bills. Exactly, you, you don't know if you I can have pay the, the rent, you yeah. can pay Time bills, flexibility, can... but the stakes are so high that exactly. the time flexibility is also stressful at the yeah, same time. Definitely. But so you took the... I, I didn't take the, I didn't even do the exam. Yeah. I was like, no, that's it. Uh, I sat down by the end of 2018. Mm -hmm and I wrote my goals. So uh, this is very important. I can't stress it enough. It's, it, it kind of changed the way I look at things. I literally wrote every single goal I have for the year, for the five years and the, four, the year, for 2019. And in numbers, I wrote, you know, there's something called the smart goals, which is like the specific measurable, etc., etc. And what I did, I wrote the numbers, like I wanna, work this year for this amount of clients i want to get this amount of money i want to have this i want to do that etc etc i was very specific so after i wrote them down it became very clear that okay i'm not gonna even apply for jobs anymore that's it i'm gonna focus on my career as a freelancer and eventually creating my own company so uh, obviously it was it wasn't easy it wasn't was difficult of course uh, uh, the, the pressure of not getting clients or or, or having uh, like clients stability in your life clients not very paying uncertain. yeah exactly yeah. clients are not paying well or they're not paying in time some clients won't pay mm. that's very very stressful but you having, don't know if they're paying or not yeah exactly but having sometimes yeah if you're starting out and yeah. you don't have like the like an entity or, or you don't sign contracts which is I do not advise but if you're starting out you should go by anything like just to work but having the clear goals that I'm gonna create the company I'm gonna be a freelancer and then create my company was kind of uh, reassurance that I'm not gonna follow the shiny objects which I like for example I'm not gonna get hired I'm not gonna apply and I got offers from my clients that I was freelancing for them okay do you want to go full-time and there were some really uh, attracting packages yeah. yeah attracting packages but I was like no I know my goal this is not it and when I used to call talk to my parents about it some, some sometimes they would tell me okay this is a really good offer why don't you do it I was like we've talked about it and that's very important because I've, I've shared my goals with my family because you have to share them this is it you have to share your goals with people who are important to you why because they affect you mm. 
and uh, once I know that like I know that my parents I know my family affects my decision if, like if I like it or not yeah, yeah. they do affect exactly and they, they'll at least demotivate you exactly. even if you go exactly. with your decision as so well. I was like in the beginning of the year I sat down with them mm. I read them my goals I'm gonna have this and that and that and this is how we're gonna go about it and if we don't like if I get another shiny object which is like another uh, an offer or job offer or something even if it's attractive we know the goal yeah. it's not it you have to keep like we have to it's focus it's a trap <laughs> yeah it's a yeah. trap don't, don't yeah. go don't, don't fall for it yeah. and we had the argument like whenever whenever I had the argument about a job with, with my family I tell them we know the goals they're not here so I'm, I'm gonna say no and because I did that they were okay with it like okay whenever I remind them that we wrote them down I wrote them down I shared them with you this is not it that's it and uh, yeah I, I, I went to, to that which is the freelancing uh, job uh, it was hell of experience uh, it was ups and downs obviously it wasn't 9 to 5 definitely it wasn't 9 to 5 it was sometimes 9 to 12 midnight exactly exactly so yeah we need to emphasize on that that yeah. having your time flexibility does not mean no, you get to relax no, all day no, it's actually at, at all it's the opposite it means that part. the clients sometimes speak to you whenever and you have to reply and you have to reply yeah. because there's an emergency there's something and uh, i was i was working with clients from different time zones for example that was draining like for example I have some clients in, in Lebanon or in Dubai and uh, they have the similar time so I will wake up at 9 work for some clients until uh, 5 or 4 or 5 and then clients in the States wake up oh wow <laughs> then it will be like 7am there but I'm and you're drained. not sleeping I'm, yeah. I'm drained it's 5 I've worked for already 8 hours for the day and they would talk to me and I worked till midnight and it continues and it continues the cycle I actually enjoyed it it was it was and this is where I I, I was I was like I want to emphasize so the comfort zone is not actually always bad and what I mean that some comfort zones are productive and if you enjoy the process if you love it if you like for example, the more I worked, the more I loved it. And working became for me and a comfort, comfort zone. zone. And I transitioned, like I transitioned my comfort zone to actually work environment. But that required holding yourself accountable. Yeah, obviously. because as a freelancer, you don't have you don't have a boss or or someone who tells you, hey, you know, you have a deadline, you do this and you do that. It's just you and. If you don't do this or do that, you're gonna get in trouble, but you have no one to tell you you're gonna get in trouble, exactly. right? So, so maybe here we should emphasize that the comfort zone, you, you transitioned it in a sense where you took the positive aspects out of it, yeah. but you also added your own elements of accountability, of time management, of uh, financial management, in order to create that comfort zone where you're, you feel good, as you said, you know, you wanna program, you wanna do your thing, but at the same time, you, you have the, these KPIs, you know, am I doing this and that and that? Yes, am I doing it? Good. No. Okay, bad comfort zone. Let's stick to this. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. 
so yeah, it's it's, it's uh, uh, I enjoy the process. Uh, I still do. Uh, this is like as as good as it can get. I created my company now. I have achieved this year. What's it called? Digital Vibes. What does it? Mean? Uh, so it does digital marketing services and uh, software services, including websites, applications, and SaaS softwares. Are you based in Beirut? No, we're based in Dubai. Okay. So, uh, so it was amazing that I actually wrote them down and then it happened. So I, I'm not. I don't like. Uh, it's it's not. I'm not a successful person, or, or I don't think anyone is like in that sense like he is successful but someone successful is someone who sets his mind to do something and they actually do it fails and fails and fails but yeah. still gets exactly there. yeah but like for example they they have a plan and a vision and they just aim at it mm-hmm. like uh, i i i hear a lot of people that tell me okay i want to be successful i, I want to like do you have a vision do you have a plan mm-hmm. and they don't have a plan how okay how are you gonna get there What's success for you? Now? Exactly. What's yeah. success for you? And a lot of people are very are very scared from answering this question. Like, what's success for you? Really, what's success for you? And they don't want to answer them. Why do you think so, though? Why do you think yeah, they're that, exactly. scared? They're, they're scared of answering this question. Because the moment they answer this question, they yeah. will become failures in their own eyes. Exactly. Responsible for making that exactly. happen. Exactly. Yeah. So... But this is where I think this is where yeah. the courage, the courage uh, like lies in. Like, if you're courageous enough, you set your own goals and you own up, and you own up to them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, it's not a failure. Like, okay, you you can fail in your own terms, but you should at least try. Yeah. So, but yeah. see, when you set the goal, uh, like being successful, first you want to define what being successful is, right? Yeah. And it's not this. Uh, I think a lot of us have the problem, including myself, at least at first, uh, for a long time. Uh, when I say successful, I would think of this unknown, you know, powerful, rich, you know, Money. those... those this is the other thing. But, but, the, but that's the thing. No, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. Success is related to money, but it's also this someone who, who is non-human in a sense. Yeah. You know, there's this barrier. And I think... With time, when I started to humanize these people, humanize the concept of success, it became much easier and le- much less scary uh, to actually aim for that. But I want to also say, say that success doesn't come in a day or two, and you know this, and we all know this. It takes years, maybe decades, right? And so it's a long-term uh, investment. But that lies with a long-term investment. There's a lot of uncertainty with it, right? So we're gonna go days, months, years, being uncertain if you're gonna make it or not. Uh, yeah. And that's that's it's annoying. Yeah. It, it's also related to the dip because when you're uncertain, you might go through a hard like bump, and though uh, and so you fall into a dip. You know, am I doing this right? Am I actually gonna get where I want to get to? Uh, you know, etc. So. Yeah. This is What's this is from? this is the like what what I was talking about. This is the lack of motivation that's caused by lack of results. And okay, if you have a plan, what I what I do is like I don't write my goals as yearly goals. 
only I leave them aside. I write my yearly goals in numbers and I sub like I, I divide these numbers along the year and then I, I discover that this is this is my KPIs for this week. Mm. So for example if I wanna get twelve clients per year, I know that every month I'm gonna I wanna have one client. So that's my success. I have to be successful every day, not for the long run. If you focus on the success that's after 10 years, like if success for you is only having this Lamborghini or, or, or whatever, or yacht or, or mobile, uh, you're not going to get there because you're only focusing on that. Success. Which is also, Aslan, a really long-term yeah. Uh, goal. Yeah. This is the misconception that, yeah. okay, if I want to be successful, it's this. It's this dream that I'm going to have and I'm going to have bodyguards or, or whatever or, or a lot of cars. But no, this is not how you get successful. Don't focus on the vision. Enjoy the process and plan it. So how can I be successful every single day? And I can be successful every single day by achieving so whatever I want to achieve. Uh, a short-term key performance Very indicators, short-term. KPIs. Exactly. And you follow these yeah. because the combination of these small KPIs over days and days and days will lead to the bigger success. And this is where you remove uncertainty. Right, exactly. You, you completely destroy it. Because like, your focus is on today. Yeah, exactly. My focus is on today, on achieving this and this and that. And it's not on the Lamborghini I'm going to have. It's not on the $10 million I want to get. I want to get this amount of money this month. I want to achieve it by doing this and that. And if I finish it, I am successful. Exactly. I am successful this month. And I want to be successful next month. And then the next and the next. And then by the end of, I don't know, like within a year, you, you'll be surprised. Like within two years or, or maybe less, you'd be surprised that in the eyes of the others, you're two years step ahead and you're successful. But in the eyes of yourself, you're keeping track, okay, you're, you're focusing on this week. It's good to look back and, like, and, and be relieved that you actually achieved what you want to achieve, but yeah. you don't focus on that, you keep moving forward that, okay, I want to be successful next week and the next and the next. So to recap on what you said, so uh, what you're saying is, if you want to have a big goal, you deconstruct it into smaller goals. Yeah. So for example, you have it for a month. And that month, you want to say you want to make X number of money. And then you deconstruct that into weeks. So that X number of money, you want to make it, for example, X over four per week. And then you put it even to seven days or five days a week or whatever you want to work, right? Seven and you days. focus seven days, exactly. So as a freelancer, you don't have weekends. So seven days a week. And that's then you focus on the one day aspect and then you get to the one day aspect okay so I have to make this today how can I do it over this number of hours and so when you achieve this over today you're happy because it's such a deconstructed uh, goal that it's much easier to get to and then you can make it day by day and it's these mini successes day and day and day and day and over time, you look back and oh shit, I just did one big whole success, one yeah. big fat load of success. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. But you're actually focusing on the small ones. Exactly. Yeah. This is this is what it is. Like it's 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 crazy. It's it's not even like okay, you have to know this. But like it's not like a math problem. This is just I I call it reverse engineering, mm. which is it's it's a well known like uh, term for it. Like you look at the, the main goal, 
and universal back yeah. to actually achieve it. So you do this and then you're suddenly successful. Or in the eyes of others at least, yeah. yeah. I mean and, and in the eyes of yeah, yourself, yeah, exactly. you're doing these smaller ones. Yeah. So in, in the eyes of yourself, you're actually. This is what's important. You're focusing exactly. on, like you, you're not setting expectations too high. Mm. Like imagine, no, just imagine telling your kid or, or your sister, you're only successful when you have a Lamborghini. That's gonna destroy them. Like if this is what, that's gonna destroy them. Like if you're not gonna do it to to someone else, why would you do it to yourself? Why? Like, it's, it's, it, it drives me insane. Like if you, it would be very very harsh if you go to to, to someone and tell them, you not. I'm not gonna see you. Like imagine your father is telling you, you're not gonna be successful. I'm not gonna see you as successful. I'm not gonna be proud of you mm. until you have a villa and ten million dollars in your account. He's never gonna be. Because of that, yeah. so high stakes. Too high of an expectation, yeah. and I'm not gonna say good job until then. Exactly. Then it's not. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. You're gonna destroy the kid. Definitely, you're gonna destroy it. And uh, the, their life will be miserable. And that's what a lot of, what a lot of people are doing to themselves. Like yourself is the most valuable person for you so why would you do it to some to yourself if you if you don't do it to someone else so instead you go to to that to that person and celebrate every single day for the smallest successes that are oriented toward your goal and that's this is what it is and where do you see yourself today today where do you see yourself what do you mean in terms of all we spoke about, in terms of uh, you know deconstructing, in terms of you know what is success, in terms of comfort zones, and I, I don't want you to read, you know, tell me each in details. So, like, do you feel you're doing well today? So, so this is the no, you know, off topic. Is a little la, 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 no, I, I don't think I'm, uh, like I'm. So I think I'm, I'm good because I know stuff. And I've read about them. I followed them. And that's why I'm more calm than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes, like for example, when I, I get through times where I literally don't have money, like I'm broke, I'm financially broke, and I'm working. You can't pay rent. You can't, can't do things. Can't can't I know, like for example, like in in one week I have this payment to do and and. But for some reason, because I've been doing it for so long, not for so long, because I've been doing it for a long, like for a considerable amount of time, and because I'm comfortable with my, what I know, I'm comfortable with with the value I provide, I'm comfortable with my work. I'm calm. Like um, you're focusing. Yeah, yeah, on that. yeah. It, it, it doesn't stress me anymore, even though, and it happened huge amount of times. You have no idea. Like I, I know. Like I would be having a payment uh, next week, and I don't know where I'm gonna get from, get it from. And then I have a client suddenly that's gonna pay me within two days. It happened way more than it. I'm not saying that this is like magical or no. It might. Be, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's just like if you're if you're calm and you you focus on your work, you focus on getting. 
things done. You focus on getting the clients. You know what to do to get clients. Things will It's very out. important. You know what to do to get clients. Then you, you just... You just do this. So, exactly. So being calm does not mean relaxing and no, no, no. letting go. It's, no, it's being, focusing. No, it's, 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 it's really have, like, not reacting to, to what's yeah. happening to you. Brings us up to the topic that reacting to uh, situations where... Uh, Especially financial situations. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like reacting to, to... In work, you have to be calm about financial stress and about emotional stress about people about and not to grab onto yeah, the idea exactly. of money money, money. exactly yeah. no it's it's like uh, i read this in the book rich dad poor dad and uh, he says if you're comfortable with financial stress then that's really the secret and i became i tra- start training myself that okay if, if if i don't have like if i'm I don't have a lot of liquidity or, or a lot of cash now. It's fine. I, I don't stress about it. And then I keep focusing on what I do best, which is working. And then things will just formulate and, and come up together. Uh, but at the same time, which is also some dips are caused by this stress, which is very important. And these are the hardest dips that you can have. In my opinion, these like the dips that are caused by the stress, the stress of financial or, 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 or something like this. Financial strains is probably one of exactly. the leading exactly. problems of dips yeah. or, or stress in general, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So, so some people when when they when they like when they don't know that they're gonna get paid or something, they stress so much they get paralyzed. They don't know what to do anymore. Understand. Because we rely, we are in a society that relies on you know these paper money that gets you medication, that exactly. gets you food, and so exactly. on. So, so understandably, there. No, 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 yeah. Uh, now, obviously, it's a stressful situation, and, and but you focus on solving the problems instead of focusing on the problem itself, because focusing on the problem itself. It's not gonna do anyone any no. good. It's, good. it's just gonna make you feel worse. Exactly, and you're gonna stop doing anything. And I see a lot of people that they have a lot of problems. They're just dwelling on them. Leave your problems aside, and then go try to solve them. You have no idea. I work like I I I make websites. I run ads. I, I do digital marketing, and obviously, uh, with websites applications, a lot of bugs appear, which I think my programming like experience have calmed me way many, like a lot in terms of that a lot of problems surface and there are existential problems like not existential in the best, but like they're, they're, they're very annoying problems in the software that cause sometimes you don't even know yeah like, that cause like the software to just turn down for example yeah. or, or something And the, the, the one thing that I try to be during this problem is calm and not focusing on the results of like the, the, the problem itself, which is like, I don't think that the website, for example, uh, might be down and then, then it's gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Someone's gonna fire me or, or, or my client will be pissed. Just, I focus on solving the issue. Someone's called me like, we have this problem. 
I say, okay, how, how am I going to solve it? Yeah. How can we solve this? That's it. We focus on the solving. It brings us up to, to a very interesting thing I keep talking about with people, which is uh, when you face such a difficulty, uh, a lot of us, including myself, uh, sometimes fall into the trap of the what if. So, you know, you, you face a bug in your, in your website and you go like, okay, so what if, say, the client finds out? And, but if the client finds out, what if the client doesn't pay me? If the client doesn't pay me, what if I can't pay rent? If I can't pay rent, what if? And so it, it spirals and keeps yeah, going. That, that's deeper, the kind of thinking that... That dis destroys your progress. It's, it's, it's destroys. You can't yeah. be a freelancer no. if, you, if, you, if you think like that. Like if anyone thinks like that, it's, it's impossible to be a freelancer. Because the stress uh, is there, is no there. matter what. So, so if yeah. you dwell on it, oh, it's an infinite loop. It's, it's like... A black hole and, and it's paralyzing and you're not going to be able to but you do and get out of it so just to like make it clear it's not something that you're stuck with yeah it's, it's, it's with practice exactly. you start to manage and exactly. learn with practice. because we also have to emphasize that stress is not a bad thing it's actually I, I would like to see it as a as an alert system that we humans have right uh, if we're too comfortable for example the stress is going to push us forward to do something. So, so be, but we have to manage yeah. it. Be friends with stress. Mm -hmm. Don't get away from it. Stress mm -hmm. is your friend. Embrace it. Embrace, Embrace it. Yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I watched the TED talk recently. Uh, link below. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the TED talk recently, uh, and and she was explaining that they they made a study over a long period of time, and people who believed that stress kills them died sooner than people who didn't believe that stress kills them so we have this misconception that oh, oh my god stress is bad oh my god we have to get away from it i can't be stressed i can't be stressed no no you just be stressed don't stress about being stressed <laughs> yeah, that's the don't stress yeah, about being stressed it's that's fine the you're ultimate fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's easier said than done but with Obviously, practice with definitely it's, it's but doable, if, yeah. If you stress about being, if you get away from stress, you're not going to be able to practice. Eh, so, there isn't such you're a thing as being stress-free. Yeah, you're yeah. going to run away from problems. You're going to be an avoidant of problems, and yeah. then you're not going to deal with it. So, so you're not going to be able to practice. So if you... If you in, in my opinion, like... There's a quote that I read recently, which is, "You get paid, uh, like um, you get paid as much as you solve problems, or something like this. Like the more solve, or the more complicated the problems you solve, the more you get paid. And when you solve big problem, then you don't stress about them. Hmm. Like for example, uh, in in the business side." Like, the business person stresses about the, the software way more than the person that solves the problem. The software developer, if they want to solve the problem, they have to be very, like, they have to remove the stress of the bug. In order to see in the order problem. To see, yeah. Yeah. And that's what I, what I actually, million of times, mm. in all bugs, when they appear, I get very stressed. Uh, of course, like, it, it happens, it's not like I don't get stressed. I get very stressed and I try to solve it. And it just doesn't work. It doesn't get solved. And then what I do is, for example, I go I go out or, or, or I go have coffee somewhere or I just sit for an hour or two 
just relaxing sometimes I sleep and I swear to God like the moment I go back calm it's there I see it I see the problem it gets solved you exited the yeah, pressure yeah, exactly. or whatever and just came back with a fresh start exactly. So thank you Ahmed for joining us today. Welcome. Uh, you know, thank you for having me. It was it was it was great sharing uh, with you and with whoever is watching uh, my experience. And I hope uh, it was slightly beneficial for for anyone uh, to to yeah. And I hope it encourages people to actually go with what what they like and to risk it.